Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning, Great Bread with you, amen? They have a program which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield. It comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As I mentioned, their Bishop-elect at Light of the World Christian International in Stockbridge, Georgia. Where they lead the Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and their senior pastor is Pastor Oshabar Hartman with Lady E. Hartman. They have services every Sunday morning beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time. You can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to the Bible study live. They also have Bible studies at their location at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Wednesday. That's Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Before we get into the word, we're going to hear a song, amen?
Hallelujah. Fill me up, God, till I overflow. None of me, all of you. John said it like this. I decrease that he may increase. This walk of life is all about humility. I was listening to a speaker years ago, and he he said something that I kind of adopted. And so I want to share this with you. He said, I would never let wife out humble me. And and that 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 hit me. Because that, that that takes away the I gotta say the last word or I gotta get my point across or I gotta make sure that I'm heard. But but I even adopted it as a life motto because not just my wife but anybody so my personal motto is I will never let anybody out humble me I will never let anybody out humble me. And that has worked. Because it it changes your reaction. It changes your approach. It changes your attitude, your behavior. Your responses. So I encourage you to use that motto. I will never let anybody out humble me. It helps. It helps in every situation. See, I don't know about you, but I used to be that person who had to be right. No, I ain't say that. This is what I said. 
Uh, you don't hear me. One of the powerful responses when I think about Jesus. That response was, the scripture said it like this. He said, not a word. He said, not a word. That was the most powerful response that I've ever seen. Everything does not need a rebuttal. Everything does not need a comeback or, as people say nowadays, a a clap back. A lot of times, I, I choose not to respond. Because after a heated disagreement, the last thing that is said is what people going to remember. So especially if someone is fussing and cussing and calling me all out of my name, especially in those heated moments, I do like Jesus did. When they're done, I say not a word. Because what they're going to remember is how I responded. And then that response will cause them to think about what they said, how they acted. The last things that they said. It doesn't come overnight. It it took some time. But once you get to that place where you live a life of humility, such a feeling. It's such a feeling because a lot of times somebody is always watching. Somebody is always watching. And so they're 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 also 
looking at your response, your reaction. I will never let anybody out humble me. I encourage you to adopt that motto. Fill me up till I overflow. None of me is all of you, God. I decrease that you may increase. Well, thank you once again for calling in. We'll go ahead and get into the word, amen. Coming out of the book of 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, starting at verse 14. 1 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, starting at verse 14. And it reads, I write not these things to shame you. This is this is Paul talking to the church of Corinthians. He says, I write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons, I warn you. For though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. In Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Wherefore, I beseech you, be ye followers of me. Be ye followers of me. That's a powerful statement. You're telling somebody to follow me. Do what I do. Say what I say. Live like I live. Be ye followers. The title of the message this morning is The Impact in You. The Impact in You. Let us pray. Father, thank you once again for watching over us. We lay down the rest before you. Thank you, Father, for charging your angels to be up around about us, protecting us, keeping us in that care, God, fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy, keeping us from all harm and danger. Thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning. 
to see another glorious day that you have made. You shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Thank you for yesterday, God. And and we look forward to tomorrow. But today, we're going to rejoice, God. We're going to thank you. We're going to praise you. We're going to worship you, Father. Thank you, Father, once again for allowing us to come into your presence, to sit at your feet, to rest on your lap, to lay on your bosom, God. To hear your heartbeat. To receive what you would have to say to us this morning. To equip us, to prepare us, to make us ready, God. To go into this world and do what you called us to do. Give us divine strategies, Father. Instructions. Directions. Thank you for your word, Father, your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you for Holy Spirit, Father, our guide, our teacher, our comforter. And thank you for you, almighty God. Our Father, creator of all things. And now, Father, as we receive your word, help us to apply it to our lives, to make it personal, God. And Father, I decrease that you may increase. None of me and all of you, God. Get your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The impact in you. Paul says here, I write not these things to shame you. But as my beloved sons, I warn you. For though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have gotten you through the gospel. Wherefore I beseech you, Be ye followers of me. Now, Paul could now say this because of who he was in Christ. 
because there was a time where Paul was Saul. And Saul was a soldier. that went around persecuting Christians. That was his job. That that was his specialty. That's what he, he was known for. Point where when you heard his name, a fear would come over. As a matter of fact, when he got saved, when, when he was born again, when when Jesus changed his life and he tried to present himself as a Christian, when people heard that he was coming. Still feared him. As a persecutor. So. Some of the apostles. Had to. Persuade the people that no he he he's really changed he's 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 really a christian so you don't have to be afraid of him he's one of us now so for for him to go from 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 there from 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 that man Saul of Tarsus to now Paul the apostle it took some persuasion of other people vouching for him. But not only that, he changed, and people noticed the change. He 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 spoke differently. He he carried himself differently. He was a changed man. That's why he could say, now, follow me. Be ye followers of me. The impact that he, that he had on people, it affected them to the point where they were afraid to be in the same 
not even the same room, but the same city because of the fear of them. Now, people were looking to them as a father because of the example he showed because of the life that he lived and he was a teacher he had been to all these different schools well educated But he said, for though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ, they're, they're, they're teaching you the gospel. They're teaching you the word of God. But There are not many fathers. There's 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 no one to teach you how to be children of God. No one to explain to you. How to act as a Christian. How to live. Because what he was saying was there are not many examples of fathers. So I ask you this question. Can someone follow you? Can someone look up to you as a father, as a mother? In Christ, a lot of saved people, but some of them have the nastiest attitudes. Some of them are so mean. Paul says, Be ye followers of me. Let's look at 
Galatians, Galatians, the second chapter. Galatians, second chapter, verse 20 and verse 21. This is Paul now talking to the church in Galatia. And it reads, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. It's so much in this scripture. He says, I am crucified with Christ. Meaning, just like Christ died, just like Christ humbled himself, It says, joy that was before him. He humbled himself. Even to the death of the cross. He walked in humility. He he lived in humility. And he died in humility. So Paul says, just like Christ lived, that's how I'm living. Because it's it's, it's not me who's living, but it's Christ who's living in me. See, I, I I died to myself. I'm 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 dead to Saul. I'm 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 dead to the natural. I'm I'm dead to this flesh because it's not about me. And the life which I now live in the flesh. In this natural body, on this earth, I live by the faith. Listen to this. Faith of the Son of God. It's not even his faith. He he didn't say, "I, I live by my faith. He says, I live by the faith of the Son of God. I live by the faith of Jesus. Who loved me and gave himself for me. 
So Paul is saying, because of what he did for me, the love he had for me, my life. So it's not me that's living. It's Christ who's living in me. This verse 20 says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. That's powerful. Do not frustrate the grace of God. So every decision he made, every thought he thinks, every word that he says, everything that he does, he's considering the grace of God. Think about that. Solomon said it like this in Proverbs. Let's look at it. Proverbs, third chapter. Verse 5, Proverbs, the third chapter, verse 5, and it reads, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not unto thine own understanding. Hmm. Then he says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him, acknowledge God. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. In all thy ways. Acknowledge God. So that, that's what Paul was saying here. I do not frustrate the grace of God in, in all ways. I acknowledge him, God. What do you think about this, God? Is, 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 is this the right decision? Even even Moses, Genesis, Exodus, not Genesis, Exodus.
the 33rd chapter. Exodus, the 33rd chapter. We're going to start in verse 13. Exodus 33rd chapter, verse 13. This is Moses having a conversation with with God. Matter of fact, let's start at verse 11. And it reads, And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face. Imagine that. Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth, is having a conversation with this man face to face. I felt that. Says, and the Lord spake unto Moses face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend. Turned again into the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. Look at that. This 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 man Joshua saw Moses as a father. So where Moses went, Joshua went. How Moses lived, Joshua lived. It says, Moses said unto the Lord, See thou said unto me, Bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou would send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name. And thou hast also found grace in my sight. So Moses, Moses is, is telling telling God, you 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 told me to to bring up this people to 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 lead this people, this 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 nation that you placed me over, but you haven't. Told me who you're sending with me. Who's who's going with me? He said, Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. So 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 Moses was saying. I'm considering this this grace that you've given me. I'm 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 acknowledging it. 
you said I found grace in your sight. And 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 you and you said you know me by my name. We 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 have this relationship that you allowing me to be in your presence and approaching you as a friend. You placed me over this people, but you have not told me who's going with me. Verse 13 reads, now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. So Moses was saying, if if I found grace in your sight, show me your way. That I may know thee. Give me direction. Give me instruction. Give me the strategies that I need. To lead this people. Just like. Solomon asked God. When God. Asked him what. Shall I give you. Ask me. What do you want. Solomon said, I already have riches. I already have wealth. I already have prosperity. Give me wisdom. To lead. For people. Give me wisdom. That's what that's what Moses was 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 saying. He said, "Show me now your way, God, that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people." And here's God's response in verse 14. And he said, my presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. So God told Moses, my presence will be with you, and I will give you rest. You, you, don't, you don't have to worry about You don't have to stay up all night trying to figure out what to do. He said, no. 
because my prayer is going with you, you can rest. And here's Moses' response. Verse 15, he says, and he said unto him, and Moses said unto God, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoke, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. So Moses said, if your presence does not go with me, carry us not. So so he, he was acknowledging God in all of his ways. He didn't want to do anything without God's direction, without his instructions, without his guidance, without his leading. So we've seen the example of Moses. We've seen the example of Solomon. And we've seen the example of Paul. We've also seen the example of Jesus Christ. Now, God has placed each one of us in the position to be an example. So how Will you lead the people that God has placed you on? Because of the impact 
that is in you. Can you say, be ye followers of me? Let's look at Corinthians, the 11th chapter, verse 1. The impact in you. 1 Corinthians 11 chapter, verse 1. This is Paul speaking. And it reads, Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. He's, he's not just telling people, follow him. He, he's not just telling people to do what he does, to, to, to say what he says, to, to live like he lives. But he says, follow me, even as I. Follow Christ. Follow me even as I am of Christ. First Corinthians. Corinthians. Fifth chapter. Second Corinthians. Fifth chapter. going to start at verse 14. It says, for the love of Christ constraineth us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Therefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now, henceforth, know him no more. Says we, we, we've known Christ in the flesh. We, 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 we've, gone, we, we, we've grown up with him. We, we 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 know where he's from. We know his his, his mother Mary and his brother James and Joseph. Who was known to be his father. And it says we no longer know him. After the flesh. Because now we know him. As Jesus. The Christ. Jesus. The anointed one. Jesus. 
the Messiah, our Savior. That's who he is. Then verse 17 reads, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Things are passed away. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that Q is dead. Those who knew him understand what I'm talking about. He is a new creature. Q is passed away. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new because of the impact in me. The, the, the impact of, 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 of Jesus dying for me, the, the, the impact of Jesus going to hell for me, the, the impact of Jesus being raised from the grave for me, the, the impact of Jesus being accepted into heaven and, and, and seated on the right hand of God because the impact of Jesus being in me, now I can say, follow me as I follow Christ because it's not me who's living but it's him who's living in me. Impact in you. Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to impact our lives, to, to, to make an impression To affect our lives to the point where we asked, what must I do to be saved? Thank you, Father, for your gift of salvation. Thank you for forgiving us, Father. Thank you for adopting us into your family and calling us your children, your sons and daughters. Now, Father, because of the impact in us. Help us to lead those whom you have placed us over that we can say, be ye followers of me. 
follow me. Even also as I follow Christ. Thank you, Father. None of us, all of you, we decrease that you may increase. We thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The impact in you. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. Be ye followers of me. Follow me as I follow Christ. For it is not me, the Christ, who lives in me. <laughs>